Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for your everyday life. And here I am, not in New York City. I'm overlooking water and sky and boats and birds. Oh my. <laughs> so beautiful. So beautiful. And that's enough. <laughs> it's everything. It's, it's such a gift. And this is, at the moment, for today, my everyday life. Different pictures come to us, different images, different moments. I read in a beautiful Taoist text that Zen is the history of moments. Not to cling to one moment or another is what they're saying. Not to try to put all the moments together, either into some kind of a trajectory or a destination just this moment, so fulfilled and beautiful, whatever it may be. That is the the history of Zen, moments. We want more than a moment. We want it to last forever. And I do too, looking at this incredible moment here. Oh, it's it's beyond beautiful. And, And actually all the moments are, but this one seems to connect and resonate in a very healing way. So When we come upon a moment like that, we don't want it to leave ever. We want to maintain that. Or when we come upon another kind of moment that's rough, like on my trip up here, rough, rough, traffic, bumpy roads, great heat, that kind of moment we're looking to get out of as quickly as possible, rather than just take it in totally as well. In Zen, there really is the the actual foundation, whatever we are with totally and take it in, that becomes a beautiful moment, including the bumpy road up. But you know what happens when a moment comes that we don't like, that's hard, that's painful. That we, we resist it. We reject it. We certainly don't welcome it or enter into it or let it enter into us, not at all. We just want to push it away and make ourselves comfortable again. And that's normal. It's natural. It's just what we do as human beings, except that that kind of reaction causes us enormous pain in the long run throughout our lives because we're always wanting to cling to one kind of moment and get rid of another. And we're always on the outlook for a moment we're not going to like, and we're always hunting for one that we will, or hoping for it, or praying for it. So half of our life is discarded. And that is exactly the training of Zen practice. There it is in a nutshell. It's a training because it goes against the grain. It goes against the way we are, and yet when we go a little bit deeper and are able to welcome all kinds of moments and be with everything, a much deeper, deeper, powerful sense of happiness and ease and contentment arises. And beyond that, we're not always on the lookout for what's dangerous or what's unpleasant. And we're not fearing that and guarding against it. Instead, each step, each moment is just a moment, and we really take it as a moment, 
knowing it won't last, it'll change. And tomorrow morning when I wake up in this beautiful space, it'll be different too. Even looking out at the water and the boats and the sky, it'll still be a different moment. So what Zen practice is, is the practice of being with each moment as it is. Completely, completely. And when we are able to do that, that's a miracle. It's a miracle. Because something falls away. This fear of living and fear of dying as well, which are they're intimately interconnected. We don't want to leave. We don't want to leave because we haven't tasted that life as fully as we want to. So many people say so many things I didn't do. So many songs I didn't sing. So many people I didn't love or say I love you to. I used to work in hospice many, many years ago, and this kind of comment was very common. I'm not ready to die. I'm not ready to leave. I want to be here much, much longer. I need more time. Wow, what do you need it for? For what? It's a very powerful cry. What do you want to do here? What do you need to say? What, what, what is missing? Do it now. Moments. We have, we're given moments. Many moments, but we don't know how many. But each, any moment completely, fully welcomed, lived, enjoyed, given thanks for. That's a, be- that's a full moment of life and we are able to feel satisfied and complete. You know, sometimes I heard, there's just one or two more things I have to say or do before I go. (coughs) Well, do them now. Say them now. Love that person now. Forgive that person today. This moment. Not even today, because that gives us the illusion that there is more time. We live in that illusion that we have forever. And on one level, we are forever. We do have forever. But not in the way we think. A little bit different, I think. Not that I know. What do I know? I don't really know. I just know about moments. (laughs) What's coming, how it's going to be, all of that. See, that kind of mind comes out of the mind of fearing one thing and longing for another. Rather than fully accepting this and being it. Not saying it's easy. It is not easy. But it's very simple. (laughs) And that's what Zen training is and why training itself is so very important, very, very important to sit, sit, sit every day, momentum, schedule, time. And I also found over my years of training, sessions, all day sits, weekend sits, one week sits, very, very, very pivotal and important because it was, it took you deeper and deeper and you got to see when you gave more time to the process, the journey. That one moment may be very painful and then it leaves and another one comes. And, and, and you just see those moments arising and falling and you see yourself fighting and accepting. You see the whole thing. It's all there. It all happens when you have a long period to practice in. 
plus you're building muscles, ability to be different and to receive each moment differently. At the end of a longer session, it's always that everything looks different, feels different. You are different. But that has to be nurtured and maintained, that ability to be with everything as it arises and to allow it to leave. That is a great gift. It's an incredible gift. You know, we go to the gym. Not me. I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm very bad. I don't go to the gym. I should, but I don't. But, but we build up our muscles. It's very important, especially as you get older. They say you must keep building up your muscles. You must keep moving. And I recognize that. You must. I mean, there are certain things we do to keep ourselves healthy and mobile and flexible. Very important. Very good. But what about our spirit? What do we do to keep that healthy, mobile, flexible, especially during difficult times when there are waves and waves of fear that are being set loose upon us? Waves of fear, and they can really take someone over, and that is so unfortunate. However, that's what's here now, and we can find a new way to be with it not to drown in it, not to drown in a painful or in a frightening moment, not at all. It's very different to be engulfed by a wave of pain or fear and to surf the wave, to be with it, to experience it, but you're surfing it. You're on top of it. You're, you're, you're awake in it. You're not being drowned. And the wave ends, every wave returns to the ocean, whatever the wave is that comes up in our consciousness or in the world, so-called outside world, inside world, whatever it is, those waves return to the ocean. They pop up and then they, they disappear. <laughs> Such a beautiful and a loving and a simple process the world is. But many of us get really frightened by these waves, including me, including me. And they can really stop us, or they can drown us, unfortunately, or they can engulf us. And we can no longer realize that we're in, we, can, we can surf the wave, and not only that, it won't last. It's just a wave. And when we completely go with it, we cannot be harmed. Isn't that wonderful? That's really beautiful news, good news. <laughs> When we go with it, when we honor it, when we know that the ocean itself, life itself, spirit, God itself, is here to nourish, to provide, to comfort. Now that's quite a shocking statement. Well, how can all this be comforting when we just have one fear after another? That's a koan. It's a great question. And it is a koan. And the way to answer it is through our own sitting, our own practice, our own inner silence. So the way to answer it is to receive life in a different way. And as we do so, we s then we understand it more deeply and we see it differently. We see more deeply what these waves are when we stop fighting them and resisting them and hating them.
never, I think, well, never in my life, in this life of mine, this is just a short time in terms of the whole span of the world, but I can only speak from my own experience, and that's what I do. I don't speak for any school of thought, or I speak from my own life, my own experience. We were taught that at the Zendo, at the New, New York Zendo, where I was, I was going to say where I was raised, and it's true, I was raised there, it was my home, I was raised there, without a doubt. But we, there, in the earlier days, um, for a long time actually, on Thursday nights, it was the night for new students, beginners, so-called beginners night, which of course was so, I loved beginners night. I still do, I still, I'm a beginner of course, and that's such a refreshing Realization. However, on beginners' nights, what the, the, the so-called senior students, which just means the students who'd been around longer for a while, who were pursuing the practice, continuing the practice, different ones would be asked to give a talk to the beginners, to the brand new students, and um, it was a wonderful opportunity for the new students and for those who were asked to give the talk. Oh, I loved, loved that night. It was a wonderful experience because it really asked you to look at your life and your practice and to share it with a brand new person who'd come in for the first time usually. Or maybe some, some and some came for more than one time, of course, Thursday nights. I kept coming to Thursday nights 30 years, 40, all through. I love those beginner nights. I love them. And anyway, what it was, the big instruction we received was, don't give any theory, any philosophy. Just talk about what you personally have experienced through your practice of zazen. That was it. That was our assignment, our, our guideline. What a wonderful guideline because everyone was so authentic. It wasn't in the head. It was from the heart. It was from reality. Reality. And people, the, the new students, and of course people could be new students for a year, two years, five years, forever. We're always new students in Zen. But they really listened because they could feel that that person who was speaking, it was real for them. Actually, one of the most <clears throat> meaningful speakers on these Thursday nights and I like we were just called speakers, not teachers, not anything. Speakers, that's much, it's more to the point. Was a man named Dogo, Don Scanlon. He is not, unfortunately, alive anymore. He was a welterweight box, uh, prize fighter when, before he came to the Zendo. His face was a little scarred up. He was wonderful, salt and pepper hair, tough guy, beautiful guy. He'd been completely completely transformed by his zazen and touched by, by, by transformed, I don't mean he wasn't still who he was. I mean he was more who he was and he was beautiful and straightforward and, and he helped many, 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 many people. Man, he helped me. Listening to him was so inspiring. It brought me back week after week, although I came more than just Thursday night. Thank God I was able to at that point the way my life was set up. So the point of all of this is Zazen is, is, Zazen is everyday life. There is really no separation. 
between Zen practice and everyday life. But it's, it's, it helps you to be with your everyday life in a completely different way. Step by step. It's not one, two, three. It's not jumping into great bliss. That's not what it is. It's being totally present and grateful for every moment, even at the very, even the very hard ones, and for some, especially the hard ones, that we could get through them, <laughs> learn from them, not be crushed by them. Many who have come to the Zendo have been through those hard moments, which is what brings them there, but they do continue throughout our lives in one form or another, and this is a wonderful help or a guideline in a new way to embrace them. So anyway, here I am talking, 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 and um, I thank you very much for listening. Thank you, thank you. I hope you have a really wonderful day. Take care. Oh, the URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And my uh, email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you.